Hello and welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator. The Three Pillars Podcast is that podcast that focuses on those three pillars of fitness, spiritual, mental, and physical fitness to help us grow closer to the Lord on this journey that we call life. Guys, thank you so much for being here. If you're an old old listener or viewer, welcome back. If you're brand new to the show, I invite you just to sit back, listen, enjoy, learn something um, about yourself, about the Lord, about each other, because that's what this podcast is about. Again, I try to take a, a well-rounded and holistic approach to fitness. And again, it's spiritual, mental, and physical fitness. Can't get much uh, simpler than that. Today, we're going to be jumping into a book, a devotional book called My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers. If you guys haven't picked up a copy of this, I highly recommend it. It's been out forever. It's no spoilers or anything like that. It's just a day-by-day devotional for every day of the, uh, of the year. Uh, we're going to jump into today's lesson. I'm going to call it Am I My Brother's Keeper? Because that's what Mr. Chambers calls it in, uh, on this, this lesson for today. Um, what does it mean to be your brother's keeper? What does it mean to take care of others? We're just going to get right into it here in just a minute. Check us out on Three Pillars Podcast website, Three Pillars Podcast at WordPress.com. Check us out on Good Pods. Good Pods is a podcast discovery platform. Helps little guys like me get discovered. If you're over there, make sure you check out the Sword of the Spirit podcast. Got some cool things lined up with those guys. Uh, and Joe Ruciello, stay tuned for that. Joe, go check us out on Good Pods. The links are down in the description below. Also, um, I know I promised you that I was going to have Leo on here, but uh, scheduling conflicts with somebody I live with, it's... We got a lot going on. It is what it is. But she and I are going to get an episode in uh, on traditional femininity. It's coming. I promise. Stay tuned. It, it, it's it's coming. Um, but for right now, we're going to talk about uh, Oswald Chambers and this book. It's phenomenal. It's it's kind of like a like the Spurgeon devotional. You'll see what I'm talking about here in just a minute. So, um, all the housekeeping stuff aside, thank you very much for being here. We're going to jump in with a quick word of prayer as always, and then start this episode right now. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for creating us, for giving us purpose, for giving us community that we can hold each other accountable and, and hold our focus collectively on you, Lord. Lord, thank you for giving us tools and resources and great minds and thinkers and giving us great minds to think and ponder on your goodness and gracious and mercy and justice and love and all the attributes that you have and how we can apply those into our lives and be more like you and help bring more people to your to, to your kingdom, Lord. Lord, I ask you to be with me today. Give me the words to say. Give anybody tuning in the eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive anything that grows them closer to you. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. One last thing before we get started. This shirt, V4CR, Veterans for Child Rescue. It's an organization I've been supporting for a very long time. Craig Sawyer, Craig Sawman Sawyer, a former Marine and Navy SEAL veteran. Um, their organization helps prevent uh, child and human trafficking. So head over to Veterans for Child Rescue, grab a shirt, drop a donation. It, it means the world to stop the evil that's out there. So plug for you guys. Craig, if you watch this, thank you for your service, sir. Appreciate it. We're going to dive right in. So kind of my template is to give you a little lesson and talk about it. No better place than to go right to the source. So I'm going to do that right now. The, again, my Utmost for His Highest, Oswald Chambers. You can find it pretty much anywhere. I highly recommend this book, um, not just for this lesson, but for, look, look how thick it is. It's a, a page for every day of the year, right? So if you're just open it up whenever, doesn't necessarily have to do it every day, you're going to get something out of this book, I promise you. So 
This reading comes from February 15th. It's entitled, I am my brother's, or it's titled, am I my brother's keeper? We talk about this. I am my brother's keeper, especially those of us who've been in the military. You look out for the guys to your left and to your right. And it's very important that we do that physically, but how do we do it spiritually? And we'll talk about physically and mentally here in a minute too, but this is of utmost importance in our daily walk with Christ. So the verse that he references to start out is Romans 14, 7. And I'm going to go ahead and read that now. For none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. Let's dive in. Mr. Chambers writes, Has it ever dawned on you that you are responsible spiritually to God for other people? For instance, if I allow any turning away from God in my private life, everyone around me suffers. We, quote, sit together, together in the heavenly places, end quote. That's Ephesians 2, 6. Quote, if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. That's 1 Corinthians 12, 26, end quote. If you allow physical selfishness, mental carelessness, moral insensitivity, or spiritual weakness, everyone in contact with you will suffer. But you ask, quote, who is sufficient to be able to live up to such a lofty standard, end quote, quote, our sufficiency is from God, end quote, and God alone. That's 2 Corinthians 3, 5. Quote, you shall be witness to me, end quote, Acts 1, 8. How many of us are willing to spend every bit of our nervous, mental, moral, and spiritual energy for Jesus Christ? That is what God means when he uses the word witness. But it takes time, so be patient with yourself. Why has God left us on earth? Is it simply to be saved and sanctified? No, it is to be at work in service to him. Am I willing to be broken bread and poured out wine for him? Am I willing to be of no value to this age or this life except for one purpose and one alone? To be used to disciple men and women to the Lord Jesus Christ. My life of service to God is the way I say, quote, thank you, end quote, to him for his inexpressibly wonderful salvation. Remember, it is quite possible for God to set any of us aside if we refuse to be of service to him. Quote, lest when I have preached to others, I should, I should become disqualified. End quote. 1 Corinthians 9, 27. Gut check time. That's what this podcast I like to do is, is gut check. Not just myself, because when I read this the other day, it punched me right in the gut. And it made me really think, man, am I really being my brother's keeper? Am I really taking care of the people around me? I like to think I take care of my family and friends. And church, but am I really? Are the conscious decisions that I make every single day for the glory of the Lord and, for the, and to bring somebody else to salvation around me? By my example, Lord, use me each and every day. Reveal yourself to others through me. Embody me. Let your, let your, your spirit indwell within me and shine out to others and, and talk to them in a way that only they can hear. And maybe it's through my example. Maybe it's through whatever. Lord, guide and direct me, just like he will guide and direct you if you allow it. When you allow, like Oswald Chambers says, the physical selfishness, mental carelessness, moral insensitivity, or spiritual weakness, everyone in contact with you will suffer. So what is physical selfishness? 
It's just, it's, it's being selfish. It's taking everything. It's all about you, what you can do on your timeline, everything like that, instead of sacrificing a little bit of your daily routine for the goodness of somebody else. I had a, had a couple neighbors this week while I'm, I'm working, I get to work from home now, which is awesome. I get called to go help, you know, I got some elderly people in the neighborhood to help them uh, maybe get out of bed or get into a car for a doctor's appointment or something like that. I have zero issue doing that because they're my neighbors and that's what good neighbors do. Me being selfish would be like, no, I can't do it when all it would take me is to put on my shoes and go next door and go handle it. Physical selfishness, not spending time with your kids, not spending time in church, not spending time with those who mean a lot to you because you've got something, quote, more important. You're physically selfish. You're in the gym so much because you want to be vain and have this this body and everything like that instead of getting in there, getting your health, health right, doing all the other things right too, but you're neglecting other people because all you're doing is worry about your physical appearance. That's physical selfishness. Mental carelessness. Not paying attention. Not paying attention to somebody getting a car wreck. Not paying attention, you, you let the, 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 the stove boil over not paying attention is is not watching your kids when they're when they're playing and them getting in something and again you don't have to be a helicopter parent let me caveat that but you still got to keep an eye on your kids it, is, it just is what it is but if you see them getting into something silly and you're not paying attention because you're too busy on your phone uh, doing whatever that's mental carelessness somebody could get hurt and they'll suffer if you're mentally careless and you and you run around all day long just not worrying about what other people think, not being mindful of them and, and speaking out of turn and you're, you say all these wild, crazy things, people are going to get hurt. If you're mentally careless, if you're in the military, you're mentally careless, you doze off on, on fire watch or on, on your guard post or on your sector of fire, you're mentally careless, you have to pay attention, somebody slips through and now you've got a breach in your wire, now you've got all kinds of problems because you're mentally careless, you checked out. People will suffer. Think about ask any Vietnam veteran what happens. Go watch the movie Platoon and see what happens when you fall asleep on on uh, on post, on watch. The enemy comes in and kills people. Don't be mentally careless. You got to pay attention. If you want to look out for your brothers and sisters, you got to be mentally with it. Moral insensitivity. We all come from all different walks of life, all different races, colors, and creeds. You don't just go around bashing people for what they believe. You let your example of what you believe speak louder than what they got going on. If you're a so-called Christian, but you don't go to church and you don't help out with the missions there and you don't help give back to your community or minister or be a part of something in that church, people are never going to know you're a Christian. People are never going to know that this is what it, what it means to be kind and loving and caring and involved and change the world one soul at a time. You can just say it and you can post Bible verses all day long. Maybe that's maybe that's your ministry. Cool. But it takes a little bit more uh, involved that. So that being said, just because you are a Christian doesn't mean you are looking down at other people who aren't like they're peasants or something like that. You welcome them to the fold. You say you invite them for dinner. You you minister them when it when a time comes up to you. you just be a good, kind, loving person. And then have a righteous abhorrence of evil. But that's another podcast. <laughs> Spiritual weakness. <clears throat> when you're spiritually weak, you don't understand your doctrine. You don't understand what's your faith. And this is one that you can, can really work on because I think a lot of people might be spiritually weak because they either haven't been shown, haven't been taught, haven't been educated on 
their faith and what they actually believe and who they are in Christ. That's why it's important to go to churches. Why it's important to have good leaders. Why it's important to go into small groups. It's important to find a good podcast or book or something like this that's going to make you spiritually stronger so that when it is time to test your faith, when it is time to debate or be challenged or to go out into the world and, and preach and minister and do these things, you are able to stand on the foundation that is your belief and your faith and your love for Jesus Christ. That is how you are your brother's keeper. That is how you, you hold yourself accountable to the people to your left and to your right. Not just physically, but it's spiritually and mentally also. Three pillars, right? Three pillars of uh, uh, podcast. That's what this whole thing is about. Physically, I can keep uh, keep watching somebody, watch their six. They got my back. It's like the Spartan phalanx coming in together. Everybody's covered from, you know, uh, shoulder to, to foot by the guy to their to their uh, to their left as they have a spear on their right. And they keep that phalanx together and they move forward. That's how you physically watch out for your brother. And there's a, a deeper undertone in that. It's not just protecting them from enemy attacks that are physical. Then it gets into the mental. Brother, I am here for you. If you've got something going on, let me help you. If I'm able to give you money because you're in a tight spot, I got you. I don't even need it back. If it comes back, awesome. But it doesn't matter. I'm here to just be to, to sit here and smoke a cigar and drink a beer with you. I'm here to take you to the gym if you fall off your plan. I'm here for X, Y, whatever it might be. You're there for your, for your brother. Pick them up when they fall, just like they pick you up when you fall. And then finally, spiritually, you get them to the cross and you help them focus their, their eyes on the Lord and help them find eternal salvation in Jesus. Because if you're, if you're not, when you preach to others, you become disqualified because your, your heart's not actually in it. You're a false prophet. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. So in order to get other people and hold yourself accountable to other and truly be your brother's uh, keeper, you have to first give yourself to Christ and let him work through you. And let him be, let him empower you to be bold for him. To spread his name and his truth from the mountaintops. Because again, Romans 14, 7, for none of us liveth to himself and no man dieth to himself. We're not doing this life just for ourselves. We're doing it in service to others and in gratitude for the Lord and his salvation he's provided us. So it behooves you, great word bros, to go out there and be the best person that you can possibly be with a Christian drive. That's the word I was looking for, drive. <laughs> That's your foundation. There's good people all over the world, all kinds of faiths. I get that. And if that, if their faith attracts some somebody to it, awesome, cool. You can have the base of people all the time. Just don't, again, be morally insensitive and go out there and just attack somebody just for their faith. That's why you've got a lot of problems out there because you've got room temperature IQ people on, on both sides of the aisle trying to argue. And then they want people in the middle who are smarter fighting the battles for them. That's the biggest problem that you'll see historically speaking. And a lot of times, sometimes it's the intellectuals that are actually outside of that bubble pulling strings on both sides when they're actually slapping hands on the, on the top, making everybody else fight in between. But that's, that's not, I'm not getting into a history lesson, but that's generally what it is. We can all get along. We can all truly, truly do that if we are generally good people, if we care about the souls and salvation of other people. 
Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's what this kind of whole thing is about. Being your brother's keeper is loving them like yourself. You take care of yourself all the time. People are selfish by nature. You take care of your, yourself and your needs all the time. Can you not bestow that same courtesy to your brothers and sisters, to your left and to your right, who are all trying to get through this life together? Uh, because it's tough out there. I get it. So if we are to be the best versions of ourselves we possibly be, if we are to advance the kingdom of the Most High, if we are to be strong mentally, physically, and spiritually, you have to have that firm foundation in Jesus, and you have to be able to look at somebody else, and as they look at you, they see Jesus. That is how you can truly be your brother's keeper, by showing them Jesus through you. That's all I got. That's all I got. You guys, it, <clears throat> you can be your brother's keeper. That's a good credo to, to live by. I lived by it for a very long time. Check the flag. That was something that preached to us. Iron sharpens iron. You are your brother's keeper. You take care of them through thick and through thin. It's like a marriage contract. <laughs> it never expires. Don't let it. Be there for your brothers. Be there for your sisters. Physically, spiritually, and mentally. And I promise you that we'll all get through this. Cool. Guys, thank you very much for tuning into the podcast. From the bottom of my heart, I appreciate all of your support, all of your prayers, all of your engagement, all the shares, all the downloads, everything like that. Please continue to, to do that. I uh, just hit 900 subscribers on my main YouTube page on the uh, regular, on the actual podcast focused uh, page. I think we're just under 100 over there. So thanks for the support on, on YouTube. Uh, if you're on Rumble, if that's where you prefer to watch this, thank you for being on that. If you're on any of the podcast platforms, Spotify, Amazon, Apple, please give us a share and a like over there. And then check us out on Good Pods too. I'll stop with all the housekeeping stuff. I love you guys very much. Um, we're going to end with a quick word of prayer as always. And you guys have a, an absolutely phenomenal weekend. All right. Let us pray. Father God, thank you for being our keeper. Thank you for being our protector. Thank you for being our guide to this crazy world. Thank you for helping us establish a foothold in the darkness that we can plant our feet firmly with people to our left and to our right and push back against it with you fighting the battle, Lord. Lord, we give ourselves to you. We allow you, Lord, rebuke any craziness, any darkness, any demons, any devils that are around us. Lord, rebuke them. For you are the one who has the power to. Lord, guide us and direct us. Keep us strong in our faith. Anybody tuning into this, give them peace. Knowing that you are there for them and you love them. And you are the author of their salvation. And the debt's already been paid. Help them to now understand that it's been paid. We can pick up and keep moving forward. And being good people as a way of saying thanks to you, God. For being our creator and being just the architect again of our eternal salvation. Lord, again, bless anybody tuning into this. Give them peace, give them strength. God has directed us all the days of our lives. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. All right, guys, that's all I got. Love you all very much. I'm Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator, the motivator. This is the Three Pillars Podcast. Until next week, Tobinator, out. <laughs>